You got the chill, 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 chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Nobody outside of our team, nobody outside of the walls to which the guys that are there every single day that have everything invested will define what success looks like for us. And we cannot allow that. We can't allow fans. We can't allow students. We can't allow former players. We can't allow the media. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. So excited to tune in to the Great Dane Huddle tonight. As you guys can see, you're missing uh, Alex Russo on today's show, Behind the Glass, <laughs> obviously. Not not quite as clean going coming back from that sports center. He's Ryan Hamilton. <laughs> Matt Warsheim. I love you guys. <laughs> I am Jim Rutledge. So apparently, Ryan, what happened in the sports center? Uh, well, I was trying to pump up our special edition of the Great Day in Huddle tonight. Uh, our guys, uh, Alex Strofe and Colin Russo, <laughs> were out recording some of the, uh, the media availabilities with Badgers players and fellow uh, content creation going on out in Indianapolis. And I accidentally pumped it up as you can catch the Great Day in Huddle recorded live today, but broadcasting live from 6 to 8 with... Colin Strofe and Alex Russo. <laughs> so, as you guys can see, I'm still just living up to my uh, a lot of my fumbles from yesterday's show. Big news coming out of Cincinnati. The cart has come out for Joe Burrow. Oh. And then earlier today, Jalen Ramsey went down. I don't know the latest on that in the Dolphins practice as well. So Garrett Wilson also limped off at Jets practice earlier. Well, today. at least he's limping off. I think the other guys were yeah, carted off. he was off, not carted off, but he did walk to the locker room with the assistance of trainers. So hopefully every one of those players is okay. And then the Packer players stay healthy as they are. I think they've wrapped up their day, so by all counts, health would be okay there. I mean, there is some news with that part of it. David Bakhtiari is going to play the whole season on a modified practice schedule. So, again, it does speak to his health. Of I I wouldn't bank on David Bakhtiari playing every game this year. If the guy has to, and I get it, you've got to worry about the maintenance, but if you have to have a guy missing practices this early and you have a plan for him to miss practices throughout because you don't feel comfortable counting on him being healthy throughout the year and practicing. Yeah, that's a red flag. You're going to have to assume that he's going to miss some time. And I get it. I mean, the Packers should definitely do that for him. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush at Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. So I asked the question before break. We can throw this up. I don't know exactly how to phrase it as an Iron Jack poll question. But Matt, the reason why I asked you, does your opinion of Favre the football player Right retroactively change some now that Aaron Rodgers is doing a similar thing and a similar thing and you're defending it because also your football sensibilities change you're, one you're younger you're more diehard fan it's just everything changes a little bit now also for you you're a professional athlete so you kind of get that athlete side of things because Favre and Rodgers like they did their own coward pouting things of Favre would do the I'm going to retire thing and Rodgers did the I don't know if I'll be here next year. I don't know if they want me here. Like they both were doing right. the same. They're doing yeah. the exact same thing. Like Rodgers didn't learn anything from Brett Favre except exact do the exact do same. Yeah. yeah, he basically picked up the Brett Favre playbook and dusted it off. And you can go back. Favre upset Aaron Rodgers was drafted, and Aaron better prospect. But at that time, 
it's also not the same era of like you had to have the franchise QB. I mean, that was well, a, it was also kind of in the era where you didn't just throw him to the wolves. You you brought a quarterback right, up. True. So like bringing him in early for a couple years behind somebody was not as rare. Right, nowadays. but you can understand an older yeah. Brett Favre. Oh, for sure, I get ten it. and six if record. You want to? You're seeing the writing on the wall. You're an older player in the NFL, and when the team drafts someone behind you. Regardless whether it's a good move or not, you're seeing the writing on the wall that your career's winding down. Also, you feel like your team, who won the division and were ten and six the year before, have an opportunity to make a jump forward. Yeah, because uh, by drafting a, a first round player, and just like with Goody, and again, I think Goody is a little better than Ted Thompson on this. Packers weren't running out in free agency, filling any holes. So the only way you're going to do that was with high draft picks. So there's all of that going on, and Favre's, it Obviously, the Jets was whatever, and that's very similar to this, but then obviously the Vikings thing pushed it over. So it's really going back to how things ended in Green Bay and how far I've left and how he was pushed out slash pushed himself out. That's all dicey. But does this Aaron Rodgers thing, and I'll ask you, Matt, and Ryan, you can chime in as well, and then listeners can as well, 844-770-3776. Does Aaron Rodgers, and it's happening twice now with the Packers organization, different regimes, but does that make you change your thought on it because if one team one organization the Packers have had this problem happen twice with two different quarterbacks maybe it is the organization maybe I mean (laughs) it's a good problem to have is if you have to deal with diva quarterbacks every 15 years like (laughs) that's not such a bad problem so like I don't know I definitely I, I I definitely see more sides to the story now than I did Back then, I think, yeah, the diehard Packerdom Packers can do no wrong was essentially the mindset when I, when Rogers was drafted and Favre was eventually pushed out, retired out, whatever, whatever you want to call it. So, I'm a little more sympathetic for him. I still think that it's it was his fault the way things went down. He retired two years in a row, and the, the second time the Packers were like, okay. You can't come back. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers threatened multiple years in a row to either he wasn't going to be here or they didn't want him or maybe he was going to retire or wanted to be traded. Let's hear yeah, from Adam Schefter. they gave him a big contract. Right, well, he asked for it. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> talked about having a below-market deal now, uh, or Adam Schefter talks about Rodgers and a below-market deal. This is a $35 million voluntary pay cut that Aaron Rodgers has offered to the Jets. It's a sign that he plans to play there the next two years, and he's giving back money for this team to be able to go make moves, other moves to improve the roster, to try to help this team get back to and win a Super Bowl. Obviously, he gave up a lot of control here by giving the cap leverage back to the back to your Jets, but he also has made a lot of money in his career, and he didn't really care. He cared about giving the Jets the flexibility that they needed to go out and improve their roster, taking a quarterback deal well below market value right now. And Rodgers went on to talk about, Matt, I wanted to hear these two things so you can react to them. He is expecting to play in Green Bay for, or excuse me, expecting to play in New York for more than one season. Okay, I mean, it used to be a one-year deal. Um, I'm aware of that. I think there was uh, you know, an awareness of that. Now, again, anything can happen with my body or with the success we have this year. But I'm having a blast, so I don't really see this as a one-year and done thing. I mean, it looks like he's having fun. It would surprise me if he was done. The only way I see him ending this season is through injury or a Super Bowl win. I think he would go out on top. 
Oh, I don't know. I think... You think he'd play another year if they won the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I mean, to your point, everything that he sounds like, he doesn't sound like a guy, or he's not acting like a guy, who is spent. Remember, every year for the last three years in Green Bay, it was, well, maybe I'll get traded, maybe I won't want to play anymore after Darkness Street. I have to do all these different things to figure out if I want right. to play anymore. New York, it's like, well, yeah, barring anything like, and I think it was team results, like, if we're crap, then maybe I don't want to be here. Or if I get hurt and it's a bad injury, maybe I yeah. don't want to make the work, that, when I don't blame him, to come back from a nasty injury. Right, that's yeah, that's honestly. So what I, I took it more so if the team is bad or he has a bad injury, those are the only two ways he'd be gone. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe. Right. I he did also go he... on to say that he's been taking care of his body much better now, and he expects that part of his goal, part of his goal, is to play past forty the way that Tom Brady did, and that Tom Brady kind of set the precedent for quarterbacks doing that now and made him believe that it was possible. So I think, I don't think that's changed much this off season, but in the past couple of years, I think he's realized. How much older he can play past thirty or past past thirty eight, or past where he may be previously indicated when he first, you know, started going through the rough patches with Goody and the Packers. Yeah, we are aware that if he wins the Super Bowl with the Jets, I mean, obviously, Hall of Fame stuff aside, like he's going to be known as like a great Jets quarterback more than even a great Packers no, quarterback. No, that's not true. Oh, without a doubt, not here in the state of Wisconsin. He'd be known more as a Jets quarterback. Win a Super Bowl with the New York Jets. I mean, in, in the that, largest in that football market. market, but I mean in the world. I mean, you win with the lar- I mean, that is a what's another example team. of like a superstar player that went somewhere else. But and it's won. not just winning; LeBron? it's winning in New York. Right? No, I'm sure there's uh, similar examples to this. I'm trying to think of a guy who is thought of as his second team. Like, I mean, the obvious- I would argue that one close is like Charles Woodson. It's probably yeah. a Raider. But, but a lot that's a good of people example. think of him as a Packer. But he didn't win a championship with the Raiders first. I would say the closest comparison I can think of is Peyton Manning. He won a Super Bowl with the Colts, played in another one with the Colts, and then went to two with the Broncos and won one with the Broncos. Right. But I think that's not the vast D- Denver's majority. not the Jets. Okay, but it's still a very historic okay, franchise. Okay, but can I just point this out Jets. to you? And everyone, what does every Midwest sports fan whine about? No, small market, people don't pay attention to us. The New York media, bias, yes. everything's going to get blown up in New York. New York is everything. Like, like I'm just telling you, it, it would be maybe one, maybe five down the line, but that will be number one on his football epitaph would be won a Super Bowl with the New York Jets. Not the four MVPs with the Packers? No, that won a Super Bowl either. with the New York Jets. When was the last time he won a Super Bowl? He won in twenty ten. No, no, they, the Jets. The Jets. Um, the sec, the third Super Bowl. Right, right. And this is a, and I'm not saying it should be. I agree, he is a Packer legend, but I'm just giving you the facts that if he wins with the Jets, it's going to be all about what Aaron Rodgers did with the Jets. I find, I just find that he, hard he, to believe. Here's the thing: he's still going to, like, if he goes to the Hall of Fame, he's probably going to be retired a Packer. Yes. Spent 15 years on the okay, team. I'm not saying the retirement part. I'm talking no, about... As far as like image and like thought when people think about him, yes, I agree with you. Because like, like Peyton Manning, I think like uh, Bronco and Colt. Right, but again, the Broncos it's not aren't just the like Jets. Exclusively Colt. The, the closest would be... And Charles Woodson did play in a Super Bowl with the... Uh, Raiders, they lost to Tampa to the Bay. Tampa Bay, they got waxed. They got waxed. So, LeBron like, is a good one. There with the other team. LeBron with the Lakers. Like that's a pretty big ring. If he gets another one with the Lakers, because the one the caveat LeBron Lakers not because he has won it because it was in the pandemic, the bubble, yeah. yeah, in the bubble, yeah, the Mickey Mouse ring, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm 
It, I wonder what Joe Montana, if he had won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, Chiefs are a historic franchise as well, have gone a long time. And I'm, I'm not saying it should be. I'm just, we all, everyone listening to the station who's a Packers fan, rightfully so, gets in their feelings about how much ESPN in New York and everything, that's the king of the world, and everyone gets all upset. The New York Yankees and the New York Knicks and the New York Knick, Knick, yeah. the Jets, the, all these different things. You, you go crazy on all this stuff. Rightfully so. It is annoying. If Aaron Rodgers does it, you don't think Greeny and everything in ESPN and everything oh. in New York is going to be obsessive about Aaron Rodgers with the Jets? Yeah, and that will the be Jets fans. Well, yes, of course. But I mean, but no, that's... dude, it's New York. It's the city. If you, if it's he America wins there, city. I mean, it is be... America yeah, city. I agree with you. It is America sports. city. It is the major media. And I'm not saying it is the best sports city. Green Bay is definitely a better sport. But I'm saying that. Look, man, I'm just preparing you for it. If Aaron Rodgers does it. It will be overwhelming. Okay, but just think about in his legacy, and when people think of Aaron Rodgers, they'll think of Super Bowls, but they'll also think of the other iconic moments he's had, which, yes, a lot of them came in the regular season. But now they're in the back burner. They're in the back. I think that's hard to believe because when you think of how many iconic the Hail Marys, the the Motown miracle. You, you, Not just me. Regular NFL fans no, I'm still sorry. think of that when they think of Aaron Rodgers. If, if because 100%. he hasn't won the Super Bowl. I mean, remember, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, he's going to play. All right, but if, if they win the Super Bowl and the, the defense leads them there, and he's just kind of did what Peyton Manning did in okay, his but, final Super Bowl run with the Broncos, do you really think people will remember? It's, yes, it's going to yes. eclipse a lot of the things he did. It, it, I, not for I, not for Packer fans, not, not that it us, should. I'm just saying when you write for the his football story. looking in. No, no. I, okay. okay. I, it's, if you say so. I, I do. I think Jim's right. I'm not, Winning in New York is. I, going I know. To be, I know. I'm not. You're not trying to say that. I don't he even should like be New York. I'm not no, even, no. Green Bay is a better sports town, a better football town than the Jets in New York. I'm just yeah. saying that those are the facts. No, I'm not even saying like the, the New York's a bad sports town. I think New York's a good sports town. Admittedly, like I, I mean, think well, their none fans of their are, teams are actually in. New well, York. they're not. Well, yeah, they. they well, that's. New Jersey, I mean, but, look, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm calling it as I see it. The Patriots aren't in Boston. They're in Fox. You got You got like 10 billion to build a franchise, build a stadium downtown New York. I mean, I don't. I mean, somebody does. <laughs> I mean, just look at Jim's team. Like they're gonna have to live. I don't. I don't know in Skokie pretty soon or wherever they're going, right? Oh yeah. Where, where, where's the new location? It's for, like I think the equivalent of like East Rutherford and every other major city. Yeah, exactly. But it's understandable yes. for a major yes. city like yes. that. Like yes. you just, this is what you have to do. Right. Not everyone can be Green Bay. Not everyone can be Title Town. I mean, Eswabinon Packers. Like Are you, you can buy. Me? Okay, but the Eswabinon Packers. Is that, that would be. That would, I mean, that would be a great team. Minneapolis has a stadium right downtown. True. Well, nah, nah. It's right downtown, right? Okay, fair, 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 fair. But, like, but so does Milwaukee. I don't know Minneapolis' story, but Milwaukee tore down their current mm-hmm. existing stadium. But Chicago can't do that. They, yes, because it's Minneapolis. A, the city owns that city. Similar thing. It's they might have built landmark. across yes. the street, but yeah, it was almost yeah. in the same spot as the Metro. Yeah, Dome. so I mean, that's why the Brewers were able to pull that off because you basically tore You Bucks. already had the, the position. Yeah. yeah, same with the Bucks. You already had the time there. Yeah, it's not so, allowed. In Chicago, it's a historical landmark. Soldier Field is historical, yeah. and Grant Park and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's all, and so not because of the football side of it, because Soldier Field, just like Camp oh, Randall, it is has East Rutherford. <laughs> yes, that's where the Jets are playing. I was, I was like, ah, oh. yeah, the saw, East I, Rutherford Jets. I think that would be a more fun name. Uh, Miami. I don't know if they actually play in Miami because it's really on the outskirts. It's almost like right off a of freeway, essentially in Miami. That's kind of the thing to me, where it's like if no one goes to the games, Hollywood, does it even where exist? they technically play. You know what I mean? Dolphin oh, fans are they show up. I do mean, they? They they do. do now, they? Miami Hurricanes fans. No, Hurricanes show are different. Up there no, too. no, not Hurricanes. Look, we're just taking shots at everyone now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? Everyone's ego takes a shot on this show, Jim. All right, let's throw some stones next. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Takes a shot on this show. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the narrow, but I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra, and since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem, all of my Dominicanos right there. You got Jay-Z rapping about Aaron Rodgers if he wins a title. That's a whole other thing. They're going to throw him in the song? Aaron Rodgers is going to be they're right, right there. The song. And I know little Lil Wayne obviously loves... Uh, Aaron, or the Packers. the Packers. I don't know if he's an Aaron Rodgers fan now. He, no, he's a Packer fan. So. Packer fan. So I think I saw him Packers hating first. a little bit on Rodgers. Oh, he did at one point. He had a, yeah. tweet, a pretty, a pretty hard tweet on Rodgers yeah. at one point. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a Lil Wayne fan, but he sings a song like "Hey D- Yo DJ" or "Hey" something like that. But Chicago, every time that they throw the ball to DJ Moore in practice right now, they fire it up from Lil Wayne because he says the DJ and oh, DJ okay. Moore, so they're they're yeah. having a little fun with it. I don't I don't know the song. I'm not a Lil Wayne guy, but um, look, there'll be songs written about Rodgers this year. Like love, love it or hate it, <laughs> New York is. Kind of the center York, of the universe. York, I mean, it's New yeah. York. I think you're getting a little unfair flack on our text line <laughs> right, right now. Yeah. Like, winning in New York is next level. Right. And, I, I, and like, being successful, he wins an MVP in New York, and there's going to, like, he'll be in, he'll be like, just, well, they're not if, making any new TV shows, but, like, in theory, he could be in a TV show. His best chance to be on SNL is being, you know what's going to happen is if he wins it, if he's crushing it for the, the Jets and SNL is back, the writing's back and everything like that. He'll be hosting. If he wins would an MVP, tune yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Lauren Michaels would want Aaron Rodgers and his jokes on SNL. Uh, might not be the best platform. They for had him. Elon on. Fair. Good point. Yeah. So who who knows? But I, I would just say that uh, it's something that I'm just preparing for. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that's that's the breaks. All right. Let's uh, get to uh, throwing stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So Jim has obviously already been throwing stones all day today at Aaron Rodgers, but it's time to finally do the Throwing Stones segment here. I've been on Twitter. I got questions. You guys have answers. I'll score them throughout. And at the end, we crown our winning of, winner of today's Throwing Stones. So the first thing I saw today that I want to throw a personal stone at is that after the success of the Barbie movie that has come out over the past couple weeks, Mattel, the toy company that made Barbie and has made a number of other pretty famous action figures and toys has said that they are actually interested in creating a now universe of movies and television shows around the Mattel line of toys saying it's a very broad and elastic brand in terms of opportunities and apparently they've already started looking into Emily from Paris um, or excuse me Lily Collins from Emily in Paris will star as Polly Pocket in Mattel's upcoming movie about the doll they're reportedly also making a Barney movie as well so I ask you guys has Mattel already gone and just ruined what was a very cool organic movie 
in Barbie and already starting to try and commodify and make it just this it's new MCU of dot Barbie dolls, I guess. <laughs> well, Matt or Jim, why don't you start first? Then? Well, Matt and I are aware there's uh, Mattel Land opening up in Arizona. They, this was before Barbie. Mattel that, Land? Yeah, so it's going to be like a Great America, but with Mattel themed stuff in there too. Because Great America for a while, I think it was like Looney, like they were kind of paired with something like Looney Tunes or something yeah, like that. Well, I think there's something to do with like superheroes because they had the Superman ride. Yeah, like for a little oh, bit. Oh, and they had the Dark Knight. And yeah, so they yeah. had different right. connections there for uh, Great America. And I, Mattel is going to do a similar thing where they'll have a mix of family friendly rides and like roller coasters. But I'm sure Barbie's going to be a bigger part of that. So they've been kind of thinking about this for a while. I don't hate it. I mean, you have to do it right. Barbie, what, $500 million looks like really... That's what it's tracking for right now. Yeah, on point and great. So if you just like with the Marvel stuff or the Star Wars things, if you do it right, it can be amazing. And if you screw it up, it's still not that bad, honestly. Like, There's not even like a Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie where I'm like, I hate this. It's like, yeah, it's not as good as it could have been, but I've still had a decent time. Right. Matt? I mean, I, I feel like there's plans in the works for all of this. Like, yes, the success of this Barbie movie has maybe convinced them that it was 100% the right move, but this was the plan going forward before this movie was released the whole time. I don't think they were waiting for a successful Barbie movie to be like, green light, let's do it all. They're already on that track. I don't know. It just feels like they're trying to force it too much. Trying to force it to Devontae Adams just like Aaron Rodgers was. But anyways... <laughs> The next one I'll bring up then is that we already I already brought up Taylor Swift and her eras tour and how it possibly affected Aaron Rodgers' mind, but she is now meeting with the writer of the television the very successful television HBO show Succession about the possibility of a TV show focused around Taylor's exes. So obviously we, the eras tour has been flaming her exes and I would say most of Taylor's music is centered around her ex-relationships, her ex-boyfriends. Not sure if she would have much music to sing about without her ex-boyfriends. So I would ask you guys, is the <laughs> stick wearing a little thin with, with uh, Taylor Swift? Matt, I'll start with you. Nope. Taylor Swift, much like Aaron Rodgers, can pretty much just do whatever she wants, and I am going to be a fan. So okay, if Taylor wants to continue to rag on her ex-boyfriends, people are going to pay for it and buy it. Good for her. Yeah, apparently it's grinding on you, Ryan, but like... I'm just saying, it, it, I would wish there would be a little more diversity to talk Okay, but like, heartbreak is universal. and yes. speaks to everybody. Like, I like how many of Green Day songs are about like angst in some way. I mean, like, everyone's got their sweet spot. I mean, it's so, I, I would say yeah. that like... Like, Green Day's niche is being 30-year-olds singing about being a teenager. Right, so it's just... <laughs> and now 50-year-olds singing about being teenagers. Maybe they need to move on, I don't know. <laughs> but, but then you have, you know, Pearl Jam does the same, I mean, they're still doing grunge, and I still like what they put out, and Adele sings <laughs> these songs, like, you just, you do what you do well, because here's the thing, Ryan, every single day, there's, what, millions of people going through a breakup, and if that's Taylor's sweet spot, then let it be. Let it be, let it be. What about the Beatles? They changed themselves, they re, they The Beatles, look, you're right, they started by, like, stealing everyone's song and performing it as their own to start. Oh, that was everyone back then, it was like All the right. steroid era, it's an asterisk. <laughs> All right, anyways. And I like the Beatles, but I'm just saying, like, let's just open eyes here. All right, fair Give her enough. time, too. What, is she, 32? Good is Lord. She really? she, she's not that old. Like, 33? She could, I think she's, honestly, I think she's, like, my age. I think she's 33, 34. Yeah, she All, right, All right, maybe that's why she it's wearing just, on it. She could just, like, 
evolve and do some new stuff. Maybe that's why it wears on me a little bit. I feel like Taylor's been around since like as long as I can remember. So I mean, she's been around for like, what, like the last fifteen years. She's one of the few young stars that's not insane. Yeah, not she's like not Miley young Cyrus. anymore because right. I would be a young star right. by that. But I mean, like logic. she started as a young star. Now, obviously, she's an old lady, like Matt Hamilton's an old man, but <laughs> old lady. <laughs> Well, an old lady should have a little more decorum. She shouldn't be singing about the oh same thing every Oh, my God. Time. What, Ryan, why does it bother you so much? Yeah, dude, you sound like such an old man when you say that. Hey, she hey. should have more decorum. <laughs> Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> uh, Ryan and Madison chimes in. The Beatles changed when Bob Dylan introduced them to Acid. And <laughs> <laughs> Robin Madison wants to know, have you listened to Green Day after their first album? I know you're a big Green Day fan, but that's yeah. I played the American Idiot album like top to bottom. So yes, we know they're political. Come on. All right. We're making a joke here. Yes, yes. We're just there. Yeah. All right. We're getting into music then, and this is a, a pretty historic day in the music industry as MTV's debut date, apparently according to this Twitter account I follow, is closer in time to Pearl Harbor oh, than geez. it is to today. Oh. I ask you guys. Jim, I'll ask you first. How old does this make you feel, and how old does this, you know, do you feel look back fondly at MTV and what do you think about what it's become now with just it's a reality show beacon? I have no idea what's on MTV now. I'll be fully honest. Ridiculousness. I, I, I was blown away. Nice. I honestly didn't think they made music videos anymore, but apparently oh. they do, and apparently they still play on MTV, but mostly obviously on YouTube, TikToks, things like that. I didn't even know music videos existed. So that part I don't watch anymore. But MTV, along with ESPN, MTV are like paired in my memory of two of the most awesome things that ever happened in my youth. We were lucky enough. I grew up, I had cable, so I could watch MTV, Yo MTV Raps, and all the other stuff. I didn't. I was already kind of getting out by TRL, but like in the beginning, between Nickelodeon, MTV, and ESPN, I cannot explain how that revolutionized the world at that point. I mean, Nickelodeon was really edgy, cool stuff from Canadians making awesome comedy for kids. And then you had MTV with music you never and videos you never knew existed. And then you had ESPN with uh, hell. I feel like curling was on back then, but they had like sailing. Oh, they had all these things, sports all the, the time. Ocho. Yeah, but they had everything. And so and I even had like an MTV shirt, like right when it came out. Didn't so everyone? I feel that super age, super old, but I loved MTV. Matt? Yeah, I dug it. I was a TRL guy. I liked getting home from school and trying to catch top ten. Um, and so, a little caller knew I was always pulling for Green Day or Blink-182 to be at the top of the top 10 list. So, big fan here. I'm aware of Green Day. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it does make me feel old, though. Like, I feel like if I were to explain to you, like, like just yesterday when I was wearing that Rocco's Modern Life shirt, that is like... Any 90s kids is going to know exactly what that is, but you, being born in 2000, had no clue. No. And it made me feel bad. It made me feel old. Oh. And now you made me feel feel older today. I didn't mean to do that, man. I mean, you said Taylor Swift wasn't wasn't old, but then I get pegged as old. Well, she's 33. You're like 48. (laughs) I mean, come on. That's different. Look, she carries a lot better than you. Oh, come on. I I am aging like a fine wine. You're aging like a catcher's A fine mitt. wine. You're aging like yeah. You're aging like cheese on frozen ice. I don't know, man. <laughs> you're, you're aging like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers relationship. It's not wow. quite the same. <laughs> All right, just for that, Matt. I guess I'll have to go ahead and give you the win today. 
Hope you feel a little bit better. I've yeah. been ragging on you hard I recently. Feel like a piece of cheese aged on ice. <laughs> on frozen, on frozen, <laughs> on ice. frozen ice. Frozen ice. I feel like that wouldn't be that bad. I mean, no, it'd like, be pretty a, good for a while. A piece of cheese aged on like asphalt would be gross. Yeah. True. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like something you would have gotten on Nickelodeon back in your guys' day. Just cheese, I don't know, whatever the cartoons passed as back then. Really angry Walrus time today. Yeah, Are you angry me like with it. all this Jets, Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to think of him as uh, in the gang green rather than the how green and gold? You, I'm not saying he's going to win a Super Bowl, but how are you unaware of it? I don't care if he wins a Super Bowl, but I just I think that at the end of the day, you should he care will, because if he does, it will be. He will go down as a Packer. He will go down <laughs> as a Packer. You, they cannot change how you feel about him. Ryan. My feelings are my feelings. Yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. To Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Like is the ability for guys like is the to do things together, and ability to feed off of one another, the ability to ultimately this is a game about toughness and your ability to be physical up front, your ability to win ball games in the fourth quarter. That has a lot to do with a mentality. That has a lot to do with not just how you play the game, but how you train in the game. So I think all those things together was one of the things from afar that I felt like could fit and be a really good natural fit for me walking in the door. Badger coach Luke Fickle there at Big Ten Media Day. And, or days, it's multiple days down there. That's where Alex Strofe is, along with Colin Russo. Colin have a special, and Alex Russo. We got a special oh, Great yeah. Dane huddle coming up a little bit later with some interviews from Big Ten Media Day. Do we know who they talked to, Ryan Wollesheim? I'm not totally sure yet. I believe Braylon Allen will be making an appearance at the very least. Awesome. And I believe they've also got some conversations with some other former Big Ten running backs, including Amon Green, former what Packer. Are, what are the well. odds he said anything to Brett Bielema? No, he did not. I asked him already. Ugh. Alex Strofe? Yeah. yeah. Well, Brett Bielema was there yesterday, so I don't. I think the oh, odds are. might not have got there. No, I, I don't I, think they So were. here I actually, and this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. You can get it to the show, 844-770-3776. I texted Alex yesterday, did you make Bielema? Because when I talked to him, it was really close to the time that Bielema was talking at the podium, so I figured Alex and all that talk just missed him completely. But Alex made all this talk. Oh, don't. Text in and tell me what you want me to ask him. Went to the presser, but Illinois communication guy ghosted me after the third time he told me we'd get him. It sounds like Alex can't book a guest. Uh, not surprising. Never come across that. Not surprising before. at all. Then he said he didn't ask anything. He was completely out of juice. By he, I mean Bielema, not Alex. But Alex might have been too because he got up early and him, Colin, and Maddie drove down. So, yeah, Alex, big F. A lot of talk, Alex. A lot yeah. of talk. and I am feeling a little let down by that. But he is going to have some great Badger football. Oh, right. Geez, no, I'm sure some... that'll be fine, but like, what are we doing? Talk a big game. Ask the question. Think he asked anything of PJ Fleck today, too? Big talker, Alex Strofe? PJ's got a lot to, to respond right? to. But like, he's, got, he's got a lot going on. Strofe might not have been Alex able to make, pr- it, make proposing himself, presenting himself as this you know in-depth great journalist and <laughs> coming back with... The layups. I mean, of course, a station from Madison that drove down to Indianapolis is going to get the Madison folks. What I'm saying is, did you get anyone else, Alex Strove? I'm disappointed. We're out the. We won't be back. You're not in them next week at all. No. So no. I'll have to rip him for you uh, as you are out. Uh, Ryan and Madison chimes in in the lexicon of pop culture. Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. 
But to all Packer fans, he will always be a Packer, provided with the asterisk here that he wins a Super Bowl in New York. That right. he'll go down as a Jet. Look, man. I'm here to talk about Badger football, Jim. But like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Joe Namath played ten billion years ago, and it's still and he's still like. But in he a lexicon. only played with the Jets. Yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah, but he didn't have 18 years of experience with with I don't know, like the Baltimore Colts before that, who he beat in the Super but Bowl. But this is the Jet. You understand how sports media works? Yes, I understand that sports media will remember him that way. I think general NFL fans would remember Rodgers as a Packer over a Jet. Mate, it's a lot closer than you want. I mean, there there would be a generational gap difference like that, totally. But I think the vast majority of How many of fans, years? But let's say he wins a Super Bowl with the Jets and he plays like three, three years about, with the Jets. Okay, if he plays multiple years with the if let's say if he has a Super Bowl and an MVP and then plays two more years. Like, if he plays until If he does with the Jets what Brady did with the Bucks. Okay, well, let me ask you that. Is Brady going to remember that as a Buck or as a Patriot? Brady won how many rings with the yes, Patriots? Yes, he won six <laughs> rings with the Patriots, right. but at the very That's least... That's the end of the discussion. He had, no, but he has a long history with the Patriots, the same way that yeah, Aaron no, Rodgers did with the Packers. Rings. It's the six rings. And Tampa's not the Jets. Okay, how about this oh, one? How about this one, Warsheim? How about this one, Warsheim? How about... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> That's not even uh, close to the won same. Won a championship not even in Milwaukee. Close. In Milwaukee, won a championship, went to L.A. Guess what? And He's won like six championships. He's a Laker, though. Yeah, well, after winning six championships with one of the greatest Sorry, dinosaurs in got, NBA history. You just got dunked you got on. Owned. Kareem dunked on. You got owned, Ryan. <laughs> That's some booty, Jim. <laughs> and it's a Wisconsin team. Yes, you, yes. You know what, though? As a Bucks fan, I kind of remember Kareem as a Buck. No, you don't. Yeah, because well, I, I mean, guess. yeah, your age, of course. <laughs> we used to... <laughs> Look, you set me up for that yeah, one. No, that, that, was that, was an, that was Oscar Robertson and I was gonna make fun right of him there. The, the, I was going to make fun of him, like, did he just find out that Kareem played for the Bucks? No, no, no. <laughs> I was just confirming Big NBA that guy, Kareem Matt was Allison. on the team that won the, won the championship for the Bucks. That's hey guys, guys, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played for the Bucks. Whoa, did you guys know that? <laughs> no, that wasn't the, the question was. Part. I believe he was Lou Alcindor with the Bucks. He was. For most of his most, time with I the think, Bucks. I think the last two years was after he had converted and changed his name, yes. Which, yeah. I mean, we will call him by his name, which is yes. Kevin Bar. But yeah. just yes. worth noting that when he was with the Bucks, that was uh, Pat Madison chimes in. The year in. after 71. So he was with the Bucks for three years as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And unfortunately, it was not the Bucks as much as the city of Milwaukee that Yes, Kareem unfortunately. Did unfortunately. Not. <laughs> Enjoy. Weird. <laughs> Kareem, the actor, he played basketball. That's from Pat Madison. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I should be dancing the pain away, the pain away. We have one objective and that's to play for a championship. I don't think that'll ever change whether it's year one, year two, three, four, five. That's what our objective is. Matt, this is our last segment together for like a million years. Uh, thank you. I think uh, I think it's a little bittersweet. So, cause, because I'm off tomorrow, yeah, and then you're off the following week. Mm-hmm. Training I, camp season. I am in at least the week after the week of the seventh, and then I'm out. 
Are you sending Strofe and the crew to curling training camp for media days? They should, right? I think so. I think they can get you on the show? I mean, no, probably not. I mean, he's pretty terrible at book booking. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty terrible at booking he'd, guests. He'd so. lose my number or something. And I told him to lose my number when he asked me for my last interview. Nice. <laughs> hey, Alex, lose my number. Tell <laughs> me to go stroke. Uh, Drew Madison, I'm missing the joke on on old Matt Hamilton, says Matt wasn't even born when Kareem was on the Bucks. Uh, yes, we like to make fun of Matt because. I and like if to you're think recent, I'm young, and they just and you really are objectively young. That I'm not young. Takes yeah, this is the this, this is how we got to that point. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Is Matt for a long time, and we let it slide, or I let it slide. Was always trying to us like, hey, me and the young folks at the office are doing all these cool <laughs> young things. We are, and then I had to remind him that he is much. He is in the high old like he is in the old persons club. There are we have a very young office, but. It's a lot of people under twenty five. Cap a big gap to base <laughs> to how old are you? I'm always as young as I act, Jim, and that's like age is just a number, man. Twenty two, man. McConaughey. I'm just keep be careful I'm here. Thirty four. Thirty four. So like there's that thirty four to forty four range that he falls into. Young man range. Giannis, that's good boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, that's a kicking in right there. The age. Drew Madison cool chimes in. We're in this. We're the same age. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> Old Matt Hamilton. Gentlemen, uh, Chris chimes in from Manitowash Waters. Gentlemen, just got in the car heading home. Haven't had a chance to listen to you guys for quite some time with a new job. Well, congrats on the new job. Hope all is well. Happy to hear you guys again. Classic strofe, all talk, no game. Have a great rest of your day. You too, Chris. Thanks for chiming in. That makes us feel good. Also, anytime we can dunk. Clearly, uh, he never missed a beat while he was gone because strofe is still doing strofe things. Uh, Adam Madison chimes in. Matt is so old, his landline phone number is seven. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm four. Operator, give me number seven, please. I'm trying uh, to call Matt Hamilton. We will always take your Matt is so old messages, 844-770-3776. Because in your profession, you are almost geriatric. Right? In my profession, no. I'm like... As an Olympian, not as, as an a Olympian, yes. Yes. yes, yes. As an Olympian, I'm as a radio guy or a curler, you're you're a baby. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we could do, I could I could do radio. You and I could be doing this radio show until we're eighty. As a curler, I'm probably just getting over the hump. I'm probably like a thirty three year old quarterback. And as like a politician, you were a newborn. So like, yeah, I mean, like if not you're trying, even like, yet. Yeah, right? you're just. But do you have thought. to be thirty five to r- run? But I was going to say, but you also get to stay to your ninety seven. So like, uh, you're not even like a thought in your dad's brain at this point if you're a politician. So like, <laughs> you, you, got, you got time, Matt. So you're only as you're only as old as the job you're in. I, uh, based on all of our polls, I don't know if I could swing the popular vote. <laughs> I just don't know if it would. Matt work Hamilton, twenty twenty six. Yeah, I'd have to work on that electoral college. You can't have Aaron Rodgers as your running mate. Well, maybe that he might help you with electoral college. Chris Manitowoc Watch Waters chimes in. Is Matt already having a midlife crisis? Yes. I hope not, because I hope this isn't midlife for you. Like, <laughs> <Sure>. so- <laughs> Honestly, I thought midlife might have been a while ago. So, no, let's say we're just having a crisis. <laughs> just a crisis, just okay? A, just a regular Don't try crisis. and categorize it. <laughs> Basically, Matt just realized it's not a midlife crisis. It's just that point when all of a sudden you realize that... My I, life is halfway over. <laughs> but no, but no. It's more of like you're not... 
you're not fresh. You're not like the new one anymore. You're not like the cool hip. You've it's, just transitioned yeah. to being. And I went to like an office that is cool, young, and hip. Like I was with a bunch of nerds and right. a bunch of engineers. Like I was still the young guy, or yes. at least. And you like, were young then, though, old. too. Like that well, too. Even at thirty, I was younger than most. Yes, of them. true. Yes. Now I'm the old guy because we got a bunch of young punks like Ryan Wolshine running the ones and twos. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be some new young trap shooting Olympian who's gonna replace you from the state of Wisconsin. Oh my soon. gosh. Who knows? I don't know. What, what would be the, I retire before then. What would be the other Olympic sport to, to threaten you in the state of Wisconsin, Matt? Ooh. All of them? Fishing? All of them? <laughs> Any of them? Name one? <laughs> Name a sport? <laughs> yeah, because I would imagine figure or ice skating or speed skating is probably still number one in Wisconsin. I, I don't I mean, know. Is Do it you curling? think so? For watching? No, I mean, like, the as Olympics. far as people competing in it. Like I, the sport I mean, it goes, that people actually Well, because Bonnie play. Blair and Dan, Dan Jansen, that's a long time ago, but they were two that had gold medals from the state of Wisconsin, like, in the 90s. Yeah, Dan's awesome. Yeah, I hear he's a great dude. And his story is even Amazing. more incredible. Yes. It's it's not, obviously, it's very similar, I think. It's different, but to... Shrewsties, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah absolutely. And, and if you don't know, and I, 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 got, I remember as a kid, but Dan fell a few times and was supposed to be the Olympian and was supposed to get that gold medal, and he finally got one. Oh, that's and, awesome. But like, went, it was like he could have so had basically, seven, but he got one, and everyone's proud of him for it. He was a favorite for two Olympics in a row. And to like fell. crush every category. And then the third, his fourth time going to the Olympics, he was like old, and he wasn't really a favorite. And he ended up crushing it because there was no pressure on him to be the favorite, I think. Wasn't there a golfer who did something like that recently? Was that like Ricky Fowler or somebody else? I, I mean, Ricky Fowler did really make well. a heck of a comeback as far as his personal career, but... Uh, I'm not not quite like not quite at that level like that. Yeah. All right, all right, fair. And yeah, then Bonnie Blair, I think has it. She's uh, got a few gold medals, five gold medals, and she's from Wisconsin. I only have or got one. ties to Wisconsin. Where does where does Matt Hamilton rank amongst the all time Wisconsin Olympians? Hi, there's not- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's probably not top up there. Yeah. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.